Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hey, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Tim Draper, a billionaire venture capitalist, and also one of our speakers at the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference, February 16th to the 18th in Dallas, Texas. Tim, how are you doing? Terrific. Thanks for having on, me on the show, Rich. Yeah. Well, we had you once before, and it was very interesting, and you know, here we go again. Yeah, tell me uh, what's, what's new with your ventures. Things change so fast in the uh, Bitcoin and blockchain world. I'm sure that there's uh, many new things you're working on. Yeah, there are a lot of interesting companies that have come to me. One thing that's happened is that we're in the middle of the, I'm getting just deluged with people who want to do ICO. And we're, we have to be very discriminating on which kinds of ICOs that we want to back. And, and that'll have something to do with uh, whether the ICO feels like a movement or just a way for the entrepreneur to raise money. If it's a movement, I, I tend to get very excited. And if it's just a, a way for an entrepreneur to try to raise money uh, without giving up any equity, it's it's probably not going to work as a coin. The entrepreneur may be able to get some money, but it probably won't work as a coin. And and so we're very particular about what we're doing there. Discussions with the SEC, and and they're they're watching this industry very closely. And so I have to make sure that we're doing everything according to uh, their their desires too. Um, so it's a really interesting time. And, you know, when you're breaking new ground like this, no one knows what's going to happen with it. Nobody knows how to regulate it. Nobody really uh, has any idea where it's what's happening. But we all know it's something big. Since you actually talked to the SEC, that's, that's interesting and unique. I'm, I'm sure they're very careful about what they say, but they're watching the industry very closely. But do you have any idea on where things may go? Do you think that the SEC will come out and actually have a, do a crackdown? Do you think they'll pick maybe a few of the most egregious businesses in their mind and crack down? Or how do you think things are going to go over the next six months, regulatory-wise? No, I think what they'll do is set a, a really nice um, path for people so that because uh, it's a new technology and it's and cracking down all you always there really wasn't any rules there and so what uh, think setting guidelines in the future is a really good way to now if if they declare that something's a security then they're going to have to go back and figure out what to do there but i i think in general what they're trying to do they they know that a, an ico is different from a security it's different from a stock and it's different from a nonprofit. it's something in between 
and and it needs its own kind of regulatory basis. And I think that the community can help with that too. I also uh, am very excited about what this is all about because the the world is getting transformed. There was the crypto world, what Bitcoin and the blockchain and all of these um, these altcoins are doing for society. A lot of entrepreneurs uh, don't realize how extraordinary what they've done is. They are banking the unbanked. They are insuring the uninsurable. If you had a $7.32 and you wanted to set up a bank account, the bank would push you away because it costs them about $200 just to comply with regulations and open it. They'll take your $7.33 and turn it into Bitcoin and, and uh, they, they can do micropayments and they can build. And so, so what that does is it allows all of the unbanked, what is that, about 4 billion people on the planet, be a part of the economic driver of the world. And it is uh, something that has been neglected all this time. And now, uh, and, and as more regulations get piled on, the first rung of the ladder keeps moving up. And so it, it gets harder and harder to set up a bank account. So this is a great thing humans and society to uh, really to bank the unbanked. And uh, and then the other things that it does, since it's a perfect ledger, it's it's the uh, the ideal bureaucrat. It's honest, it's straightforward, it's fair, um, it treats people all exactly the and uh, and then we can always use human bureaucrats for the exception. And this this allows governments to run much more efficiently and effectively. And it means that, you know, we probably don't need 50% of our GDP to be spent on government. Uh, mm. We we have an opportunity to cut that to a better number, which will increase progress, definitely in the U.S. and also throughout the world. So here's the other thing that happens with the blockchain. We have smart contracts. Those smart contracts are uh, an extraordinary new tool that require less legal work, both on the coming into a deal and coming out of a deal. Because if you build a smart contract into a deal that you do, let's say you and I make a bet on a game, uh, okay. the winner just automatically gets it and no ifs, ands, or buts. You you don't have to go hunt me down and collect from me. It just happens. Um, that's true with uh, if I fund your company and, you, and I have a certain number of shares of that company, that can be built into a smart contract so that when you sell the company, there are no ifs, ands, or buts. I get my piece and you get your piece and and it's built into the contract. Similarly, blockchain can be used to keep this perfect ledger. That means that I don't need accountants to go back and check everybody's work. It's just there in the blockchain. I can foresee a future where we are funding companies and they are paying their employees with Bitcoin and they are paying their suppliers with Bitcoin and they're being paid with Bitcoin. And all of that is already on a ledger. Uh, so I don't need an accountant to tell me what's happened. It's already built into the ledger. Uh, and maybe it's just a sub ledger to start with and then it ends up being a ledger. But long term, it certainly shrinks for accounting so there are some really extraordinary things that are going to happen over the next 10 or 15 years. One of the biggest is probably in, in governing. Most governments use their currency to sort of control their population or they print more to 
give more to the government or whatever. Um, this, this is a check on fiat currency. It's interesting. Whenever there's a really bad government blowing up, Bitcoin prices surge. We're a hedge. Bitcoin is a hedge on bad governance. This is a check on bad governments. Uh, governments now have to compete. They have to be accountable to their citizens. And uh, and in doing so, because citizens can move to big world. And, uh, and there are few, more and more people speaking the universal money language, which is, and, and if that's the case, uh, they can move pretty much anywhere in the world and speak their, their native language. And and that means governments, and travels much, that means governments have to compete for us. They have to compete for nice, the capital yeah. and the entrepreneurs, businesses, the great minds of the world. They, they compete for citizens. And the smart governments are starting to go, oh, wow, this is really interesting. Like Estonia as a virtual government program that they've set up. I mean, they've, they've decided that they're going to compete for the citizens of the world. And that uh, that might end up being a model as geographic borders become less relevant and virtual become more prevalent. Speaking of uh, governance, what's your read on China? What do you think they're doing and, and why? Yeah, China has a tendency to, at least with its new government, the government under Deng Xiaoping was very open and very exciting. And it got me to China. I, I made lots of investments in China. We did really well in China. We had I met some extraordinary entrepreneurs in China. I feel like the, the whole country was uh, lit on fire. It just was so exciting. Everything was going well. And uh, and then with this new government, they're more controlling. And control usually shrinks GDP. Control usually means you are closing down your borders and you lose all of the innovation that happens all over the world and you are not a part of the world economy. And that that seems to be the approach they're taking. And I sure hope they change it because great population of a billion people plus who who should not be sent back to the dark age. They should be a part of this world economy. They should be, you know, able to be entrepreneurial and uh and the more controlling a government gets, the worse it gets. And so when they closed down the borders, it made it so no international investor would ever want to invest in China because it's a black hole. You can't get money out. And when they said Bitcoin was going to be illegal, they all of a sudden lost all the Bitcoin entrepreneurs. And when they said uh, cryptos uh, were also going to be illegal, they lost all they had they had to shut down all of that new innovation that was happening. Now, what they tend to do is then they backtrack a little. They, they use that as like, here's a strong position. We're making it illegal. And then it's sort of a negotiating point of view that they take with those various providers. And then they work something out long term. I just hope that they don't scare off all the great entrepreneurs in China because there sure are a lot of great. Yeah, I guess if you're under a, uh, a regime that continually does that, threatens and pulls the rug out, pretty soon you're going to say, well, I, I just can't trust this. I don't want to build a company here. I'm going to leave and go somewhere else where this doesn't happen every two years. Oh, yeah. Oh, all the the. Um, many of the entrepreneurial Chinese are leaving the country and many of the people with money in China are trying to get it out because the government is freezing. It. It's funny, it has the reverse uh, outcome. If it, if a government says, oh, you know, go ahead, put your money anywhere you want and whatever, then all of the money stays in the country. 
But if you say, mm -hmm. no, all the money has to stay in the country, then everybody tries to get it out. I think the Chinese government mm -hmm. is missing that. The more free your country, the faster you'll grow. Because it's like if you love something, set it free. And if it returns to you, that old saying, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Well, it's um, very much. What do you see now? I, I know it's only been a few months since we spoke, but Bitcoin or crypto mass adoption, things move so fast. Are you When are you seeing it coming? You know, what's changed in your view over the past few months? What are we going to see? Again, mass adoption by merchants and people and companies and, you know, Bitcoin or other cryptos? Well, I think you'll see more le legitimate cryptos coming out. I think uh, people will watch it more carefully because uh, at first it was like, hey, you put money into cryptos, everything's wonderful. Let's, you know, you make a bunch of money. Then uh, crypto had a, and then people were going, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And, uh, and what that does is it gets, it smartens up the com consumer who's buying the crypto. I think we're going to have a much more uh, stable and stable world in crypto. And I think over time, it will be better and better uh, set up. It'll it'll be a little less Wild West and a little bit more. And I think that's probably healthy. Uh, and it uh, certainly uh, bodes well for Coinbase. Coinbase is the one provider, one uh, crypto wallet that actually does an LED check on people. And, uh, and I think it bodes well for the people who are starting a move because they can they can do it and and people can get involved with confidence that this is going to be a legitimate form currency or or uh, asset depending on how you look at it and as you position as an investor i'm sure you get lots of pitches but you said a lot tons of icos are coming to you i've heard a lot of people in the space say oh 95 percent of these icos are Ponzi schemes, you know, it's real negative about it. I don't, I'm sure a lot of the companies will fail, unfortunately, because there can only be so many in each niche of the industry. See it as, oh, everything's a scam. But I mean, what do you see? What do you think about that statement? And, you know, you see honest entrepreneurs really trying to make change in the world or a lot of them, you know, not, not genuine. What are you seeing? There will always be the pessimists of the world, but it's the optimists of the world that make all the impact. I think, sure, there are always going to be people who are just looking at it as a way of, you know, pulling quick money down. And and that's why, you know, we are so hyper aware and we meet with all these people before we ever back any of them. And we go through our own AYC, we go through our own checks. And if we put our stamp of approval on something, uh, we feel that it is going to be a movement. It is going, it is a legitimate and a driven group and we believe that the token ends up being a big thing that spreads around the world. I think just, you know, saying, hey, I want a portfolio of crypto um, is a little bit more buyer beware. I think I'd be very careful and make sure that you, you have a real awareness and you've done checks, whoever it is you were thinking of backing, uh, before you put any money to work. Uh, because there are there are people who are just using it to raise money for their business, and they're not really thinking of it as a coin or a movement or a transformation of society. They're thinking of it as like, hey, I need money. Here's a way to get it. Uh, and those people generally, so we're going to be very selective. I mean, I think you put you know Draper Associates behind it or any of the Draper brands behind it, you. Uh, you get a little bit like a sun kiss seal of approval cryptocurrency. All right, then last question. Any 
projects in particular you're really excited about it just you have a passion for them and you just want to tell everyone about well them. i i um love the ones that we've done um we're i'm first i'm very excited about bitcoin i think it is really extraordinary and it's the one that's the furthest along and the most exciting and uh and i think it, it's clearly working in so many ways it's making such a difference in so many lives um and it's spreading around the world. So, you know, Bitcoin for sure. The ones that we uh, that we bet on were extraordinary. On Te- uh, Tezos is a terrific team of really good technologists who are looking at proof of stake as a new way of building a, a token. And that token could end up being where all smart contracts happen. And uh, and it's a new way of governing a coin, which I think is a major breakthrough. Bancor, I think, is also a, a really extraordinary group of technologists. They are setting up a whole new marketplace. Uh, people can create tokens, and all those tokens will have some uh, tradability, some price, uh, no matter what. And that that actually uh, leads us to where you could actually uh, spend tokens at Starbucks down the road. You know, you just go to Starbucks, you say which tokens you want to sell. Here they are. And they create a whole marketplace for that. And then Credo is one where I actually believe the token will spread in in kind of a unique way. I know that a lot of people who are celebrities have a similar problem to what I've got which is you've got too many emails um, coming from outside from uh, people you've never met, but it's my business to go and and filter through all those. Well, this can put a uh, value, a currency value on receiving and reading those emails and uh, and it can spread virally. And that's what credos are doing. So um, those are the three uh, for that I am um, particularly excited about right now, but there are so many more and so many more great entrepreneurs that are coming up with such clever ideas. We will be uh, we'll be very active in this field, and you can look at a uh, a Draper brand. I think as a a stamp at least of our approval, and and we'll believe we will be believers that the coin or token is one that will spread and do a transformation of society. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 